Oh, hello there. Welcome to Poet Waffle episode seven, where me, Daniel Cockrell, invites a poet round my house for a chat. And during that chat, we explore the visceral space between fact and fiction, which I believe is more of a feeling where poets use their emotions to navigate the world. And hopefully during this chat, we... Uh, reveal certain truths that cannot be explained uh, by those other fields. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome into my shed uh, a very good friend of mine, co-host, um, no, not co-host, co-founder of Bangs at the Gun, um, artist, painter, <laughs> uh, advertising man, guru, guru, and, and poet, <laughs> uh, uh, Martin Galton. How lovely. What a lovely intro. Thank you very much. What a lovely day. Lovely day. And how lovely to be in your, your shed. It's beautiful. I, lo- I love your shed. It's, it's full of... Everywhere you look, there's interesting things. So, on the wall there, it says... It feels like... <laughs> it feels like Armageddon, but it's probably just bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> What's all that about? <laughs> that was from my... Not my last... Not the last book I've done, the book before. So that was... Uh, <laughs> in the beginning was the word when I worked with Damien Wayhill. And it was the it was the last page. Uh, it could be the title for the book. I know, yeah. There's like, do you do that? A lot? I do that a lot when you're writing a poem and you get a good line. You go, oh, that's the title for a book. I do that all the time, or I write something down. And I think that would be a great name for um, that'd be a great name for a band. So I was described, you know, because as you know, I'm I'm an advertising guru, as you know. Yeah, <laughs> a fat one. Was <laughs> a fat basically. Um, and someone uh, described me, um, John Hegarty actually described me as, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, as a, as a late radical. I thought, oh, that's brilliant, that. I love late radical, because that sounds like, I mean, a pop band, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the, the late, late radicals. radicals. <laughs> Very good. I've no idea what it means, but it just sounds good. Why was he, why was he saying that to you, just because well, you've got... Well, because um... he thought, uh, because I'm starting a, a new venture, a new business, at yeah. the age of 63, which yeah. you know, some people will just give up, and I've, yeah. I've just started, basically. And he, he said, well, a late radical means that, you know, I, I've, I've probably got more appetite for what I do now than, than I've ever done, right. which, which is absolutely true. I wake up every morning so full of everything. Yeah. You know? um, and a, a late radical, because obviously I'm 63, what that means is, you know, um, because I've got a lot of experience under my belt, um, it means and confidence. Um, I think confidence is important. Um, you know, I can challenge the status quo. So that, in his eyes, is a late radical. And I thought, that's a bloody good description. Yeah, and challenge... <laughs> Whether it's true or not, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, I think it's true, because challenging the status quo, I think that's something that you've always done. Because, you know, I knew you at, from... Uh, as an you know advertising man and probably a, an artist who painted and done wonderful drawings, uh, and you know you created havoc in that world because you were doing <laughs> stuff that people were like, well that's not painting, and you're like, oh yes it is, and then we joined together and done poetry and we had a lot of that as well to say, well yeah. that's not poetry, shake it up, and you were like, well I think it is, yeah yeah, because yeah. Um, I, I don't I describe you uh, as a poet, I describe you as an ideas man. If I, I, if, I, if, I, I totally if agree. I don't like being called a poet because I think 
it makes me feel like I'm a fraud because I'm not a poet. I just write ideas down on a piece of paper and yeah. they are just ideas. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, those ideas are funny ideas or they're poignant ideas or sad ideas or, you know, but essentially it's an idea I'm writing. And actually, when you look at everything I do, so, an, you know, an advertising, you know, a, a, an ad, you know, a TV commercial is an idea. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, a painting is an idea. You have yeah. an idea and you paint it. Yeah. Um, so that that's what I am. I'm, I'm uh, an ideas machine. I think is, is what I am. And you do have a certain style when you that you bring to everything you do. So your <laughs> your paintings have do have a style, and they have a yeah. they you know they're self taught, aren't they? So all the marks and all the things that you're putting down are literally from the gut and the soul. Yeah. The idea it obviously comes from the head, but probably yeah. the heart as well. But you. The, the thing that you're putting on the page, you're like, let's do this. Yeah. And you don't stop until you, you know, you're probably, you're trying to get that idea across as clearly as possible. Yeah, and I, and I think it was a, um, a fantastic artist called uh, Roy Oxlade, who died a couple of years ago, sadly. Um, but he, you know, he's now regarded as one of our finest uh, British painters. Um, and he had a summer school every year in uh, Tumbers Wells, and, and I lived in Tumbers Wells. Um, and I went to his summer schools and basically, you know, he taught me how to, you know, not, not to paint. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just, just, you know, uh, you know, uh, understand that mistakes are good. Yeah. And it changed my life, you know, it, yeah. it, it really sort of gave me freedom just to, you know, not to worry about anything at all, about what, what the mark looks like or the colour and this, that and the other. You know, it's, you know, d does this painting live? Is it, is it a true honest, you know, um, exposition of my idea. Yeah. And that, that's all it is. And of course, you know, along the way, all the marks and the rubbings out and the scribbles and the mistakes, you know, make it fantastic. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, I don't feel it's my drawing or my painting. It's something else. But do you know what? That's really, it's funny. I, 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 I believe that when I write a poem, the best poems have a life of their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's exactly what it is. So my friend Julian Ward, who I do, he puts some of the, my poems to music and we work together. Yeah. He uh, phoned me up this week. He said, oh, I've, I've put that poem we recorded in 2015 to music. I said, what poem? And he, it was called, <laughs> I, and he, he said, it's called I Want to Draw. And I said, I don't know that. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. And I... And I said, it's really turning into something. And I looked for it and I wrote, I, I went yeah. through all my files uh, on the computer. This poem, I, <laughs> it doesn't even exist. I haven't got it. And he said, yeah, well, it's definitely yours because you've recorded it's your voice. And so that poem in its own, has, I'd forgotten that's it. Great, it's it? not even mine anymore. That'd be a real surprise when you hear it. I know. He said, I, he said, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to send you the poem? so you can hear it or do you want me just to carry on putting this this music to it I'll I said carry well, just on. carry on yeah, and then yeah, just yeah. show it and I think that happens with a lot of poems that you think oh that is going to be good yeah doesn't yeah, they yeah. don't do anything they're like sort of failures yeah and yeah, other yeah. poems that like this one that I've you know it could be really good that I've yeah, forgotten all yeah. about it and I, I didn't really write it it's sort of come from yeah somewhere else yeah, yeah no well I agree I don't I don't know I mean oddly enough I've just written something which, which I'm going to do uh, next week at the uh, Poetry Society, and whether it's any good or not, I've no idea, but I like it. And uh, I went to see Nan Golding's exhibition at uh, the Tate Modern, and it's basically about that, it's all it is. And yeah. it's, a, it's called Sexual Dependence, uh, The Ballad of Sexual Dependency, which I just thought was a great title, so I've nicked that. Yeah. <laughs> I've just written about what I've seen. 
Yeah. And it's nothing to do with me at all. This is all about her. Yeah. But somehow I've got this thing that I really like, you know, and it, you know, the, the words sort of resonate with me, you know. Yeah. And, um, and again, I, I wouldn't have written that, uh, you know, on my own, you know, it, yeah. it's because I just witnessed something or seen something that affected me. And I managed to put it into a shape. Yeah. And that's that's all it is really. Uh, and and there's nothing to do with me at all. It's just there. The other thing you said about learning not to paint. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. a poem. I've got a line in my new book of poetry, uh, and the line is literally that. Um, it takes years of practice to learn how not to draw. Yeah. And when Julian had told me about this poem, and I was searching through uh, my archives, there's so many poems that I haven't used that are so fresh. And I think, God, I can't write like, who yeah, wrote that? And yeah, how did yeah, I write yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and it, yeah. it's almost like all the stuff I've been doing late, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, you know, make a jigsaw puzzle out of stuff. And they, they're probably not as um, fresh and as, um, um, uh, have yeah. got the force of all that sort of well, early the pro- stuff. The problem right? is you probably know too much now. That, that's the problem. Yeah. You know? And that, that's why I really don't like reading poetry books. I do like reading poetry books, <laughs> mm. and I do read poetry books because yeah, yeah. I like reading poetry. But it's really—it's just really annoying when you read because it, it affects you. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be much better not to know the rules. Yeah. And just try and write from your heart again, you know. And uh, but it's, it's very difficult to do that because, because I, I, you, you've got too much. You're seeped in it. Yeah, it? I trouble. think that because that that. Um, that saying that everyone says, oh, you need to know the rules to break them. Oh, it's I, I, I yeah. do disagree with that totally. <laughs> I think it's much better not to know anything oh, and go so. at it. And then Because as soon as you know the rules, yeah, yeah. to try and break them, you suddenly realise, ah, oh, that's not very good or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to be yeah. judged in a certain way. Yeah. And yeah. you start to take into account what academic, uh, you know, the academics yeah, yeah. have taught you. And yeah. they're thinking from their brain. They're not, yeah. th- not always, but... Most of the time, they're not thinking from their gut and their heart. No, they're exactly. thinking from, oh, how I, how I can um, study this and write about it and, yeah. you know, what's my point of view on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And really, I, I don't really want a point of view when I'm writing a poem. I, I want it to be yeah, flooding I, I out agree. of me. I agree. Well, what I, I suppose what I really get excited about when it comes to writing, and indeed painting pictures as well, but um, it's, it's the rawness of it all. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's unpolished. It's raw. And, you know, when you look at children's art, for instance, you know, they, yeah. they, they don't know any rules. They, yeah. they just do it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just bloody fantastic. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it was Picasso that said, you know, it's, you know, I can't remember, I can't remember the quote, but it's something like, you know, children, you know, paint the best art. Uh, and we're all children at heart, you know. Yeah. And um, he said, the trick is to, re- to try and retain the child as much of the child in you as you can as, yeah. as you get older. And in fact, this morning I got on the tube, and it's very funny because I, I was sitting there on the tube just being miserable, like everybody else on the tube. And one bloke even had a can of lager. He was that yeah. depressed. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning is pretty pretty strong, isn't it? But and then suddenly we got to Liverpool Street, and about twenty children, all under the age of about six, five or six. Um, got on and they were so excited to be on that tube yeah, I mean, yeah. everything was brilliant they loved the motion they were screaming and mm. yeah one one was uh, was saying that you know I, I think I want you know we're on a space rocket we're off to space yeah yeah and you go that is just fantastic that they can get so much joy out of you know just yeah. being on a tube but yeah. of course we can't do that because we know too well, much we've been on the tube too many times but also I think you know? we could like I think we could it's I don't think it's the I don't think it's the tube that uh, and the 
you, you knowing too much about the tube is the thing that stops you being joyous about it because I yeah, actually yeah, think yeah, yeah. it's it's the other stuff that adults have invented to stop you being so the people going to work on that tube they're probably not upset about being on that tube but they are upset about their destination of having to sit there <laughs> they better get off the yeah, tube <laughs> they've got to get off the tube and go to that place which is full of doom and gloom I hadn't thought about that and, yeah, and yeah. my life is my whole world is uh, all the pain that I have in my heart is only down to the responsibilities and the things that I should be doing that other people have said, you must do this. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. So yeah, yeah. the tax return, the one we laugh about all the time, <laughs> is the tax return, isn't it? We, oh. every year, so we have our own, we are our own limited company, aren't we? Bang said the guy. And every year- Very limited, I would yeah, say. Yeah, very limited in lots of ways. But the, our accountant phones up every year and says, but, where did this £300 go? And we go, I've no idea. He said, no receipt, no receipt. Uh, where was it? You know, and we, when we looked we in... probably drank but it. That's the thing. When we look into it, we go, well, where was we? Where is that? Oh, it's in a bar somewhere. We probably were getting drunk. And thought, oh, wouldn't it be a good idea to buy some expensive champagne to celebrate, you know, yeah, somewhat, exactly. something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then he will say at the end, well, you know, you have, you're not making any money. And we're like, what we say, bankers said the gun is a not-for-profit organisation. <laughs> what it's supposed to be. <laughs> it just turned out that way. But my whole life, that's all, that's all the thing. So if I'm doing this or writing poetry or doing uh, the stuff that I find joyous, it could even be getting on the train. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually okay. I don't need anything. Yeah, but yeah. Well, you're, you're very stripped down, more stripped down than I am, mm-hmm. I have to say. But all the other stuff gets in the way, and that all comes from other people's yeah, yeah. idea of, oh, you should be doing this and yeah. making this X amount yeah. of money. Yeah. And People do want you to be in their own image, don't they? I mean, that, yeah. that, that, or the world does, and yeah, I, yeah. You know, I can't really exist in it, and I, no. I find it really difficult. So I'm with those kids, really. Oh, no, so was I. I yeah, mean, yeah. It just made me realise, you yeah. know, and I, I was thinking about that Picasso quote, which I can't remember. Yeah. But, you know, the, the ability to retain as much of the child in you as you possibly can is a genius thing to say, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, we'd be a much happier world if we were all children again, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's what you were saying, really. But um, anyway... That 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 was that, that was a, a little lesson I learned at nine o'clock this morning. Yeah, no, one, <laughs> that, that, that's a drink lager. Yeah, don't, well, don't drink lager on the tube. And uh, it wasn't Diane Abbott. <laughs> it wasn't Diane Abbott. No. There you go. Um, I think he was Polish. Not yeah. passing any nasturtiums. Well, probably got a long day ahead of him, you know, building something. Um, anything else you want to say before we could we um, could um, we could move on to yeah. Um, yeah, that yeah. part in the show yeah, that do, we do call that. the big question. In every episode, we ask the poet or the the guest a big question, which could be something along the lines of "What is uh, the most valuable thing you have ever lost?" or "Should you be judged on the worst thing that you've ever done?" <laughs> but the you normally are, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. But the question Martin's gone for is, is it important that you that your work is considered art? Is it important that no, your work is considered art? It's not in art? the slightest bit important to me whether my work, or whatever it is, is considered art. Because 
I think people that can, you know, it's the people that pontificate about art. It's it's the intellectuals, the people that don't actually make art themselves, so they have to put a handle on something. It, it, that that's their world, you know. And anybody, any any creator, any artist, any writer, any composer, anybody who actually does anything creative, they just do it. They do it because they love it. And there's no, you know, why why do I paint pictures? I do it because I feel like it. <laughs> There's literally no other reason to do it, you know. Um, so that, to me, I don't really, you know, Picasso didn't set out to paint Guernica uh, as, as a work of art. You know, the intellectuals decided it was a work of art, you know. Um, he just wanted to vent his anger about a situation. Mm -hmm. That That's all it was, you know. And I think that's what artists and writers are. They, they just do. They don't, they don't pontificate. They don't care. I don't care whether my pictures are seen as works of art or not. Mm. Oddly enough, I've just been accepted into an exhibition for the first time in, in years. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, British art, yeah, in Bermondsey. Oh, wow. Uh, four pictures in, in that. So oh, lovely. I'm, I'm really pleased about that. What, but, from but, your 10 o'clock news series? Uh, or? Two, two are and two aren't. Right. Um, two are from a, a series called Vivid, um, which is about my... My childhood, my life, actually. Right. I'm, I'm going to draw my life. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Well, um, <laughs> he's just trying to remember it. <laughs> that's the yeah, idea. yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just quite a rich thing. I, I just love painting. I just love doing, you know, the act of drawing and painting. I just love because I'm totally and utterly lost in it. And when I've done it, I don't, you know, nobody can tell me that's right or wrong. Mm. You know, I know whether it's right or it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, somebody said, how do you know when a painting's finished? Well, it's only when there's nothing on the page that, that sort of upsets you or jars in any way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it may jar yeah. with other people, but it doesn't jar yeah, yeah, with me. Yeah. You know? So I can look at it. I can look at it for 20 years. You know? that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's when it's done. It's the know? same as writing a poem. It's like, when, yeah. when, when, does, when is it not jarring anymore? When does yeah. it just settle? It flows and, it's, yeah. it's, and it's, got, it's got the power that you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I agree, I agree. Um, so, you know, I, and again, go back to Roy Oxlade, you know, he, he taught me, you know, he, he set me free in a way, you know, he, he liberated me from academia, you know, he hated academia, he just, just thought it was, yeah it had no place in art. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I know that feeling, if, if, you, if, if you are an artist, you know, whether it be, a, you know, painting or writing or whatever, you, you, you know that feeling inside you. Yeah. You know? that, that, you know, there's an excitement about it, which is, it's like a drug, you know, you have to do it. Yeah. And that, that's all that matters. Yeah, you know, yeah. What people say about it, you know, if, if you know, an art critic came along and said, well, that's rubbish, it wouldn't worry me in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. Or he might say, it's brilliant. It's, it's, I still wouldn't care. Yeah. I know it's good. You know. Yeah, it's funny. I, 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 I'm the same as you. I don't really listen. You know, I, I think when I was taught a really valuable lesson through university. The one thing I learned was don't listen to what, the academics were telling me because they yeah, sent yeah. me into yeah. they stopped me i was a photographer and they stopped i don't take photographs anymore yeah exactly exactly the the things that yeah, they yeah, yeah. but i got, i've made art in other ways so i, I, I do yeah. poetry and i do other yeah, things yeah. um but that, that's so, exactly the point it, it, it actually stops you from doing the one thing that you yeah. want to do so before i, I met roy oxlade um, you know, I, I thought I had to pay properly, and yeah, I can yeah. pay quite well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, in, in an academic sense, so yeah. I, I can I can actually do that. It's boring as shit doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, but I I thought I've got to go and learn how to mix color and all the rest of it. And yeah. Do do it properly. You know, like yeah. like the the academics tell me I have to do it. 
And when I met Roy, it just it, it just went out straight out the window. Yeah. It was nothing. Art has nothing to do with that. Yeah, no, exactly, nothing yeah. to do with it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was such a liberating feeling. I mean, that was that was probably forty years ago that I first met him, and it still lives with me now. Yeah, that feeling still lives with me. And um, and you know, I, I was very lucky. He, he he had an exhibition at the Royal Royal Academy. That's right. And I was he invited me to. Um, the opening night, you know, the private view, and um, which I went along to. And then afterwards, he invited a few people to dinner. And uh, I, I sat next to him, which I didn't want to do, because I, I was in such, you know, in, in awe of this, this great artist, you know. And the worst thing happened to me, he started talking about my job, you know. He said, well, what do you do? I said, yeah. well, I work in advertising. He said, yeah, yeah, I know that. He said, I, I just think it's remarkable that you can work in advertising, um, you know, as a designer in some respects, um, which is a very tight sort of world to to work in, which is true. And he said, you can come to, you know, one of my classes and you can pay so much freedom. He said, it's like a, a completely different person. Mm. I said, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's because you've allowed me to do that, yeah, for, yeah. first of all. And then he said, but what is it actually you do, you know, in advertising? I said, well, I said, I basically, oh, my job was an art director. I was an art director at the time. I'm a writer now, but I was an art director then. Um, as an art director, I said, my job is to stop people. So you turn the page of a newspaper and bang, you know, there's something on the page there that grabs you. And, uh, and I was really embarrassed about telling him this because, you know, this is a great artist I'm sitting next to. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said, that's all I do. Yeah. When I paint a picture, that's all I do. He said, I, I just try and stop people. Because if you don't stop people, everything else is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to put some power into what you're doing. Yeah. Which is where the... Where the energy comes from, I think. Yeah. You know, and and the same in writing. You know, I I can read Bukowski. You know, mm. and no matter what poem I read, there's an energy to it. Yeah, and yeah. There's a crispness and a yeah. tightness and a, you know, it's you know, it it takes no prisoners in, mm. in every single poem. I, you know? I don't know who said it, but I think that is a because he's the type of writer who gets it down on the page. Yeah. There's not much editing involved. It's like yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna and that's why you, I probably really love it. But a lot of writers, if you start to, uh, you know, go through the process of editing it down and, <laughs> and putting it into a form and a shape, yeah, yeah. suddenly you start, it's like it's like gentrifying your mind or yeah. your poem. Yeah. It, it's like, oh, let's make this poem look like everyone else's poem, that, like a build it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. The, that's what a shopping mall is. Yeah. And that's why people <laughs> don't like shopping malls. Yeah. And I think yeah. you, what I want out of all art, I want to go and go, oh, my word, that. What have they done? Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. I want it to be challenging in that sense of yeah, yeah. God. Does this? Does yeah. he? Is that really what they want it? And yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. I love all that. So yeah. you know, Richard Broughton's got the same thing. It's like they put putting in stuff that you think, God, man, that if I'd have just read that and I didn't know it was Broughton, I'd have thought that is a terrible metaphor. <laughs> but after you read, after because it's not a mistake, because he does it over and over again, yeah. you realise you're like. Oh my God, this is fantastic because it's just, <laughs> and that's how, you know, I'm, well, I want to. It's exciting, isn't it? It's, it's very really exciting, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and there's, okay, there's a rawness to it. There's a, and a, almost sticking two fingers up to, you know, the norm. And that, that's what I like doing. Yeah. You know? you know, just because somebody else has done it, so what? I'm yeah. going to do it like this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is probably why I'm poor, you know. But <laughs> yeah, we all put, well, I mean, I mean, but that's the other thing. What, you're, what you do have as, um, um, what was the painter that, that taught you again? Was uh, Roy, it? Roy Oxlade. Roy, Roy Oxlade. What Roy said to you uh, was, you know, how do you exist in these two worlds? 
you do have an extraordinary way of exit because I don't. I, mm. or I exist in one world only, and I'm yeah. and I'm only happy. I can only do it like this, and all the other stuff. The reason I get depressed is because I have to step outside of what I really want to do. This yearning to yeah. just because I could write poems all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, there isn't any um, writer's block. No. I don't really get yeah. it because it'd be like even if I'm writing something that's really terrible yeah. and bad, oh, see, you can still <laughs> write it. I can still, but you yeah. wouldn't have painting block, would you? Really? Uh, no. I think, I think no, what I have to, I have to, I have to want to do it. I yeah. Because it takes a a lot to. To, you know, a lot of energy to do what what right, yeah. to, you know, to make well, it's, it takes a lot of energy to do anything I think yeah. you know, but in particular painting and drawing takes a lot of energy because there's so many mistakes and so many things that yeah. affect each other so you you'll put something down on on a, on a piece of canvas you know a, an image or whatever it may be and then you put something else on the canvas and then that affects the thing that you just painted but you something's got to go. But you love what you just done on, on you know, so it's it's like a constant battle, a, a, a constant struggle, which is why I really really enjoy yeah, it. That's yeah. why it's why it, it's so engrossing. You know, I, I literally don't think of anything else at all. My mind is completely and utterly empty mm. apart from what I'm doing on that on, on that piece of canvas or on that on that piece of paper, and um, and it isn't the same for writing, oddly enough. Yeah, um, it's it's my I, mind can wander quite easily with. with um, you know, we, 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 you know, when you write on a poem. I think, but for me, it's the same thing. You, you were saying you're being empty and you're in, it's just because I'm in that moment when I am writing. Yeah. It takes me away from everything else. And yeah. I'm really present. Yeah. And that's probably, when, when people talk about, oh, what, what's the, you know, how do you find happiness? I, I think when you're present and you're not thinking about the past yeah, yeah. or the future, you're just here now, you've got no yeah. worry about that bill, You've got no worry yeah. about what anyone's doing around you. You're just in that moment, and you. I suppose uh, that's what that, Zen is, isn't it? <laughs> it is Zen. I think it's a, and you're especially with a poem. I'm because I'm creating a pattern with words. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Like you would be doing, making patterns with yeah, paint yeah, yeah. and yeah, make yeah, yeah. it. Oh, does it look like a face a little bit? Yes, <laughs> logic on. It's. I think it's the same thing. If I was writing a portrait. Yeah, and it's like, oh, does that look? Is it, oh, can I move the words That'd be around? That's interesting to do, isn't it? To write a portrait. Yeah, no, I do that quite a lot sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know, do that right quite a lot. You know, just write, try and write someone's portrait. Uh, you know, does it look? Does it? Does it sound like them? Or I always there's um, a likeness. I think that I like that. I think maybe uh, John Burgess used that word about, um, especially about painters. Because yeah, yeah. it doesn't it it doesn't have to be photographically no. correct. But is there a light? There's a truth to it. Is is yeah. does four yeah, blobs yeah. of colour? Yeah. You know, does, is there a light? So a, like a, a Lowry, yeah, a Lowry yeah. is definitely a likeness of yeah. a northern landscape, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it yeah. They're all just splodges of colour, but yeah, yeah. you can set you get a sense of that really looks yeah. like or feels like, and there's that likeness. And I think with a poem as well, you're trying to create a likeness of. Of what you're writing about, really, or you yeah, know, if it's yeah. coming from you, if you're writing about something, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and that's what you do. You create a likeness or with very with big I, bold brushstrokes. That's, that's, that's exactly what I do. It's like a likeness within a likeness is what it is. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, no, I, that, that's 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 how I, you know, but, but you know, 
when I sort of, you know, when I'm writing an ad, you know, a TV commercial or I'm painting a picture or a poem, you know, it's all the same person and it's all the same thing to me. Yeah. It's just that I do act differently when I do, you know, each different activity. Yeah, yeah. So I do behave in a different way when I run a TV commercial. Yeah. Um, which is probably wrong, but, you know, there is an accepted way of doing things in, 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 in that world. And, yeah. Um, so, I, but I'm able to do that. Uh, whereas art is completely free. And, yeah. and to a certain extent, so is writing. But I, I'm not. I'm not a great writer. I don't think. I just write down ideas. Mm. And, but, um, but I think that's the thing, though. You, 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 um, you. If you write a certain way, you're accepted into the writing world. Or if you paint a certain yeah, way, exactly. you're accepted exactly. into the painting. So the the people that win the awards yeah. probably write and paint yeah. a certain way. You won advertising awards because you yeah, probably yeah. made ads. In a certain way, and was well, was, they were, and they, but they were different. In, yeah, they, were, yeah. they were the same, but different. Yeah, um, I, they were very bold. Um, you know, it, it was very a very tame advertising world when I, when I entered it, and um, and I found a style or a way of art directing things that were that really sort of leapt off the page or yeah, leapt yeah. off the off the bill billboards uh, side. You know, um, it's harder to do that in television, but but certainly in print. Yeah, um, I had a way of. And yeah, I suppose you know we through, we did through, you suppose, did that with Bang said the gun. You know we were probably the first um, on the ground poetry night. Well, we acted that, differently. Didn't that we, from had, a, had a had a had a brand, and yeah. you come up with you know uh, yeah, yeah. things that went along you know yeah, taglines yeah. yeah. that went along with that brand, and I, that was probably why we stood out. Uh, even if the night yeah. was rubbish when it started <laughs> it, pro it wasn't though it probably was I, but when we started they, it no, wouldn't be any more, any more rubbish than anybody else's but we had these fabulous posters didn't we uh, yeah, and nobody turned up so we had fabulous posters, posters that are like iconic posters with that little man and the, and the logo and but nobody no one in the audience great anyway so uh i think we're at the end now Aww. on that note that we're at the end of the poet waffle Start where we started. No audience at Bangs of the Gun. Now this is probably going to be listened to four, by five, yeah, <laughs> thousands around the world. Uh, thanks uh, for listening. Hello to Kirk and S. If you're still listening, uh, this has been Martin Gorton. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much, buddy. Poet Waffle was written and presented by Daniel Cockrell. Original concept by Jack White. Music and audio production by Julian Ward. Artwork by Damien Wayhill. And technical support from Laurie Eaves.